Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods podcast. This story is called The Time Telescope. Well, Whisker, Pinky, and Murr went up to the castle's massive front door, but there was no way they could open it. So they walked around to the back of the castle until they found a smaller door, but it was locked. Pinky said, Oh, great, probably the whole building is locked. And Murr clutched herself and danced from side to side and said, I really gotta go pee. Whisker took off his pack and rustled around inside, and then he pulled out a shiny gold-colored key, looking a little guilty as he did so. And Pinky said, what is that? Whisker said, uh, it's, um, it's a master key that can open any lock. Pinky said, oh, isn't it Doggy's master key? Whisker said, yeah, I swiped it from his pack. I thought it could come in handy. Pinky went, oh, you are unbelievable. Murr leaped all around and said, Please, Daddy, please open the door. I gotta go pee. So Whisker put the key in the lock and turned. The door opened soundlessly. Murr said, Thank you. She ran inside. Whisker stood aside and held out his paw and said, After you, to Pinky, trying to be polite. Pinky went, hm, and walked past him without saying a word. The inside of the castle had a mellow glow like the light of the late afternoon sun. It was full of comfy furniture and fancy tapestries, and Whisker said, It's gorgeous in here. Pinky went, Hmm. Murr rejoined them a couple of minutes later, having apparently found a bathroom, and she said, This place is so cool. Is this our new home, Mommy and Daddy? Pinky said, No, we're just visiting. Murr went, mm, We never get to live in a castle. It's not fair. Why can't we live here, Mommy and Daddy? Nobody else is using this place. We could even have the wedding here. Pinky said, let's just move on and find the library if there is one, okay? The castle was eerily quiet. Their voices and footfalls echoed around the empty halls. But it didn't really feel scary for some reason. There was a good energy there. Well, they found a large library in the west wing of the castle and Pinky pulled a dusty tome off a shelf and opened to the middle. And she went, Huh, it's written in our language. Whisker said, Well, that's handy. Uh, Pinky shook her head and closed the book. Well, no maps in there. That was a book about wastewater management. Whisker said, mm, Well, that could be useful someday. Pinky said, Well, not today. And then she looked for another book. Murr found an antique golden telescope on a desk by one of the library windows. She looked through the eyepiece out the window and said, Oh, I can see us. Hi, us. Whisker said, What? And he looked through the eyepiece and gasped. Then he stepped away from the telescope and peered out the window. And he frowned. And then he looked through the telescope again and went, Pinky said, What's going on? Whisker said, It's... It's us. I can see us walking toward the castle a few minutes ago when I looked through this telescope. I can even hear us talking somehow. Pinky said, what? And she walked over to check it out herself. She looked through the telescope, and sure enough, she could see herself and Whisker and Murr heading down the street toward the castle a few minutes earlier. She could even hear them talking. She heard Murr say, come out, come out, wherever you are. And she heard herself say, Murr, honey, please don't yell. Pinky stepped away from the telescope, dazed. What in the world is this thing? 
Whisker said. I think it's some sort of, like, time telescope. His eyes lit up. Maybe we can even see into the future. He experimented with the telescope a while, adjusting the length and the focus and listening carefully. And at last he went, ah, it only shows the past. Although, the further into the distance you look, the further back in time you see, it seems like. Pinky said, hmm. Well, I guess that could be a useful tool, maybe, someday. Whisker said, I'll just put it in my bag. Pinky said, oh, with the other stolen things. Hmm. Whisker sighed, looking sad. Murr, meanwhile, was climbing a tall shelf nearby, but then she lost her grip and fell. Ah! Luckily, she landed on a dusty old couch. She bounced off the cushions, boom, and tumbled to the floor and laughed. <laughs> Yay! Pinky said, be careful. I will, Mommy, Mer cried before climbing the shelf to do it all over again. Well, it took a couple more hours of searching, but they finally found the map section. And Pinky pulled out an old map and pointed to a dark land near the eastern edge of the world. There's the Badlands. It's really far away. Whisker said, oh, what's that big black mountain in the middle of the Badlands? It looks kind of ominous. Pinky said, oh, it's called Mount Onyx, apparently. Oh, I bet that's where something big and bad and evil lives. Ugh, she shivered. Adventures really aren't my thing. Whisker said, what are you talking about? I think you're really, really good at adventures. Pinky didn't say anything. Well, they took the map and left the castle, and they met White Fig a couple of hours later, just as the sun was beginning to set. He stretched his wings and said, any luck? Pinky said, well, we found a map, and now we know where the Badlands are. Murr said, yeah, they're really far away. White Fig went, hmm, well, I told you I will take you there, or at least most of the way, and I shall. Pinky said, really? Oh, thank you. They climbed into the basket, and White Fig carried them off into the gathering dusk. On the southeastern shore of the island, not far from the city, they saw a white tower covered in old vines and rose bushes. A lamplight shone from the solitary window near the top. Whisker said, Hey, look, somebody's in that tower. Should we go talk to them? Suddenly, White Fig shuddered. Whoa! He nearly dropped the basket and they all went, Ah! A riot of colors swirled through the owl's feathers, shifting and twisting rapidly in a thousand shades of red, gold, blue, green, and all the colors in between. <gasps> Even his eyes changed from one color to the next, flickering rapidly like a psychedelic light show. <gasps> White Fig headed for the ground and landed heavily, nearly crashing. <gasps> Pinky said, what's going on? White Fig's colors continued to swirl and shift like a kaleidoscope gone crazy, and he said, oh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, and he spread his wings. I can't carry you any further. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know what's going on. I need to go home. Toodaloo! Pinky and Whisker said, what? And Murr said, bye. White Fig took to the sky, still shaking all over. He flew west, back the way they had come. He seemed to turn white again as he soared away but it was hard to tell for sure. And Pinky turned on Whisker and said, Well, great. Now look what you've done. Whisker said, What did I do? You asked him if we should see who's in that tower, and then that happened. Whisker went, Sorry, I didn't know that would cause a problem. I was just asking. Suddenly, Murr touched Pinky's arm, and she said, 
Mommy, why are you always so mean to Daddy? Pinky said, what? Please be nice to him, Mommy. Please, okay, Mommy? Please? Pinky looked down at young Mer's innocent face, and she said, of course, honey, I'll be nicer to Daddy. And she looked up at Whisker, whose eyes were still downcast, and she said, Sorry, Daddy. Huh? Whisker looked up, surprised, and he said, Ah, uh, oh, that's okay, Mommy. Mer jumped up and down in delight. Yay! She said, Okay, you two, now smooch and make up. Ooh. Pinky and Whisker swallowed nervously, and Pinky said, Um, we'll, we'll smooch later. Mer went, Ah, oh, fine, as long as you do it. And stop fighting, you two. Whisker and Pinky's eyes met, and they smiled a little. And then Pinky said, Well, now what? Whisker said, Well, sh I mean, should we go to that tower? Pinky said, Oh, I don't know. It seemed to freak Whitefig out. Whisker said, Yeah, but Whitefig's reaction wasn't bad or good. It was just cuckoo bananas. Murr laughed. Pinky said, Well, I, I guess it's worth visiting the tower and see who's there. Maybe they can help us. She said, but let's do it tomorrow. Whisker yawned, too. And then Murr yawned. And she said, okay, Mommy and Daddy, bedtime for you two. Just before she curled up into a ball and went to sleep. Whisker and Pinky curled up beside Murr in the basket. And they fell asleep beneath the multicolored stars of this strange new world. And at midnight... While they were sleeping, the sad goddess with the pale lamp passed overhead, her lips moving soundlessly, as if reciting a silent prayer. Well, that's the end of the story, The Time Telescope. The next story is called Aluhar's Children. Goodbye. <laughs>